Dean. Zach. I'm in the middle of a conundrum. What is this? Trina and I got way too food happy last night, and I made a whole bunch of shit I am not going to eat. I ate too much of it last night. It was pot roast. And are, are you literally trying to tell me you don't know what to do with your leftovers? Yeah, leftovers galore, and, like, I don't just want to throw it out. I don't want to, like, obviously eat it again because I just had it last night. So, like, well, what should I do? Why don't you just make money off your leftovers? How would I do that? <laughs> you ride over. Oh. Rideover.com. You post your leftovers, and anybody within a given radius can come and pick up your warm meal for a fee. Oh. You know, it's the newest craze. So it's not leftovers, it's... It's rideovers. Okay. Because they'll be right over. I heard they were a sponsor of the podcast. Um. Well, the newest and first, premier first tier... They got in early. They're fucking... And that means later on they're going to get double and triples on their returns, you know? God, early adopters. Early adopters. For a limited time, early adopters can enter the code... Trina X. And get 30% off of their first rideovers order. That's a great deal. Oh, you're stealing. You're stealing. That's like seven bucks a meal. I mean, I, I feel like if you were of any fairer skin, Trump might just put you on the other side of that wall. Holy shit. That, that's thanks, man. Keep your head on a swivel. I'm glad we got the sponsor. Thank you, rideover.com, for helping us out, helping the podcast. Guys, this is going to be a great episode. Um, talk about a lot. We, so many things. The we, UFC. Mother's Day. We get into just just a whole gobs of Googles. TPC. We get into we get into law of diffusion innovation. We we go over a TED Talk video. What the fuck is this? 2011? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, it's gonna be a great one. In the meantime, please like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay relatable. Damn, nigga, how you do it like that? Make the gangsta ass niggas bossing music like that. Make them big fine hoes shake they booty like that. At 21 rose scrap, will it boost it like that? Playing mad games with me, I do you like that? I'm a grown ass man, bitch, pursue me like that. Smoke nothing but the best when I'm cruising laid back. With some trill ass niggas that I knew since way back. Still young, I ain't caught my first murder case yet. Stay scrapped, and can't wait to push a nigga face back. Number one on 106, still a robber race. Still hanging in the mix where it ain't safe bad I'm on some foolishness shit with these rugas and shit I'm on some run in your house, bitch, you move to get hit I can't take out my grill, cause I can't take out this reel I'm the savage shit trill, if from my heart, man, I feel, nigga Fuck you, yeah, I fuck your bitch, nigga Fuck you, and you better not say shit, nigga Fuck you, yeah, you be running that shit, nigga Fuck you, you ain't about none of that shit, nigga Zach. Nothing much. Just hanging out in the studio. Watching the game, watching the Cavaliers blow out the Celtics. Yeah, it's no no contest. This is kind of like the Warriors game last night with Spurs. Do you think it's just going to be Cavaliers-Warriors? Of course. God damn it, I hate it. 12-0 to the top. Both teams? Oh yeah, you, you were saying so. that before the podcast. Possible. They're saying it's the first time that two teams will go to the finals for three years in a row. Ever. Mm. Does that make sense? I kind of said that stat that. all fucked up. No, but. that makes sense. 
Yeah, man. It's Exciting times. Yeah, it's just like Monopoly in, in the NBA. Yeah. Well, I don't mind it, though. We'll see. Just means you got to try harder, other teams. <laughs> Get your shit together, other teams. Yeah. Dean's got a new mic. Mm. Hopefully you guys can hear him better over there. Levels, levels, levels. Yes. Sounds like this is the mic that like can pick up like my where mic. you like to go. Yeah. You like to free range. This is my mic. Yeah. You know? And I think it it suits me accordingly. It does. Dude, speaking of studio, I have some uh oh of course the sound effects don't work right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, wrong button. Dude, breaking news. The Relatable Studio will no longer be located in southern Jacksonville, Florida, a.k.a. Mandarin, a.k.a. The M. Mm. It will soon relocate towards Jack's Beach, off Beach Boulevard. We're getting a new place, as in we, as in Trina and I. So the Relatables are going to have a new studio. It's going to be standalone. Yeah. New space come in these walls are kind of dull they're kind of like what would you call it is this beige 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 khaki beige khaki walls uh khaki walls no more we're gonna have some some vibrant colors some some creative colors what does that mean just accent walls just uh (laughs) i don't know i just want to make it my own space i feel like i couldn't make this place my own because i was under imminent threat of like leaving all the time like i didn't know put some culture in there yeah i don't know how long it's gonna be here so right yeah. So this can be a legit setup, get the mics yeah. right, get the setup, the table and everything how we want it. Yeah, man. I like it. Yeah. Hopefully a new table. Yeah, and just a new everything cuz like once you're in a new in a new place or a new space, you kind of like have new ideas. Got to fuck in there. Oh. Huh? Yeah, Trina and I already talked about that. Fucking in the podcast room? We got about 1300 square foot. We're going to use all of them. You know what I mean? So, well, uh Let's try to keep that stank on you out of the podcast room, out of the out of the old boom boom room. You smelling here? <laughs> I was like, sex? Did you sit in this my chair? <laughs> Bring your own baby wipes. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, but that's exciting. Yeah, it's a big step for uh, Trina and I in the uh, old relationship realm. You scared? I'm nervous, but I'm not scared. Like we've been kind of living together for the past like four or five months, so it's not it's not gonna be anything new. Okay. Yeah, we have had the the training wheels. Okay. We're just gonna take them off, you know. See how far we can go. We might skin some knees along the way, but we'll get right back up. We'll hop right on that bike and we'll, we'll get home safely. Don't y'all neither of y'all have bikes though. And we don't wear helmets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I I just bought a bike or not bought a bike, but I picked up a bike. I was supposed to go on a bike ride last night. What does that mean? Did some deadlifts. I, I <laughs> just stole one. I stole a bike. <laughs> I just bought my. I mean, I didn't pick. I didn't buy it. I picked it but up. You know what I mean. I have a new bike now. <laughs> now my little brother was gracious enough to lend me his bike, so I'm gonna start using that. I ran today, mm. like by my. I didn't go to the gym and run. I ran today by myself. Fucking anomaly. How far? Two point three miles. Mm. Yeah, I left my house. Went to the end of the bridge. There's a bridge, uh, the Joint Creek Bridge from my house. Ran across it, did not stop. My pace was only, it was 8 minutes and 29 seconds per mile. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not bad for me. Like, It's not bad at all. I don't know the last time I ran that far. Felt great. Okay. Yeah, not to brag, but I ran today. So, w- when's the marathon coming? Dude, fuck that. 
Don't say those words. Uh, I don't see the point in a marathon. I don't see it. Other than just put that sticker on the back of your car. Yeah. What do you feel about half marathons? I've done a 5K. Why do it? I'm just kidding. 5K, <laughs> I get it. 5K well, is usually for charity. It's a good cause. But a half marathon? Just do the full marathon. Don't, you won't do the full marathon. Don't put the third. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to put a 13.1 sticker on my car either. It's not about the sticker. It's all about the sticker. It's about the mileage. Yeah, it's about that point two. That what? it's not about twenty six miles. Anyone can run twenty six miles. It's that last point two. That's the fucking marathon joke. All the marathon runners. You don't even said. run marathons. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know the jokes? <laughs> oh yeah. You're a phony. <laughs> You're a big fat phony. Yeah. Oh, you hear that little. Oh, this mic's shang, picking up everything. Shang, shang, mm. getting paid over here. It's got a little bite on it. Thursday, baby, bring it over here. A little mango vodka drink. Mm. Staying skinny, drinking vodka. Just the classy girl you are. What are you doing to stay fit, Dean? You still uh, practicing jujitsu over there? Diligently? I am. Young Padawan? Ramping it up for the tournaments that are coming up next month. So yeah. really trying to dial in and get the weight right and sharpen the skills up. It feels good, though. Hell yeah. You know, going from, I think, three to four to like five times a week now. Hopefully. You leveling up? I'm making progress, but I haven't like... Belted up. No, I haven't. I haven't, haven't, been, I haven't been promoted. Okay. The, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You have like, like. <laughs> what are all the different synonyms? Bossed like, up, you know. <laughs> You've been elevated. I don't know, man. I don't know the the terms, but that makes sense. Yeah. And promoted. Yeah, you get stripes or, and then belts, and you know. Mm. It's exciting. Well, you make all, it sound so all, exciting. It's all just waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll tap into it one day. No, you won't. No. Nah. You're right. Or you or you just or you could. We can just make this a segment on the podcast, every podcast. Dean tries to convince Zach to do jujitsu. Zach says no. <laughs> Dean will try again next podcast. And we're back. <laughs> we need a sound effect for that. But still. Still what? Jujitsu? Yeah. It's a thing. That you should try? Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Oh, is it because you had to work tomorrow? No. Speaking of that, yeah, I can't afford jujitsu right now. What oh the fuck? my! It's a free class. You can't afford one a class free... for it's free. They're gonna hook me, and then I like I'm feeding for the next how long? <laughs> for the next how long? <laughs> Why would you do that to me? Sounds like a sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scratching my neck outside the gym, just looking at everyone rolling. Ow! <laughs> I want to get in there so bad. <laughs> out there in my gi <laughs> that I made <laughs> just, just old t-shirts <laughs> ow ow look at the omoplatas oh shit y'all got one of them on bars <laughs> y'all got any more of them camoras in there That's your thing, man. That's your thing. Yeah, no, it can be everybody. I don't want to copy your style. 
there you know is, what I'm saying. There is no offense in the style cop. Yeah. Police. Yes. <laughs> Smooth as butter. Don't want to cop anything. <laughs> style cop. Uh. So, um, what have you been up to? Oh, you went to the TBC. Oh, that I did, and what a show it was. How was it? Who? I don't even know who won. I know it was the youngest player ever. Youngest si competitor. Siwoo Kim. Siwoo Kim. Are you being... I think I'm being real. Okay. I, I hope that's right. <laughs> I know it ended with Kim. Okay. I did not have for sure. All right. And it was... It was a good tournament. Did you watch him play at all, or did you watch? Yeah, him I watched either? him play. I watched Sergio play. I watched uh, Pat Perez was wearing Jordan 13s. I saw I your snap. That was impressive. Yeah, you know. there's a golfer wearing those. Do they have spikes on them, or they just? Yes. That'd be funny. They, they just were. didn't have spikes on them. <laughs> just wearing Jordan 13s. <laughs> just slipping and sliding. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I placed 30th. <laughs> I made it to the last round. You know. <laughs> it's awesome though. It was it was the first time going to one of those, and it was definitely an eye opener. Do you think he's sponsored by Jordan, or just that's just hope swag? so? Yeah. Um, I saw a little special with Snoop Dogg. Actually, CJ reposted it. Oh, how he's supposed to like be pumping in celebrities to the golf tournaments? No, it was like it was for the Masters, but they were trying to post it around the same time that the Players Championship was going on. Hmm. Watkins was telling me about that too. What? About how they're like Snoop Dogg was trying to get like um, more celebrities at golf tournaments. He says like there's celebrities at basketball games and at tennis tournaments and like you never see like celebrities at golf tournaments and he's trying to make it a thing. Oh, but like more affluent sports? Mm-hmm. Like fucking send, I don't know, Lil Yachty to a water polo tournament? Mm, no, not so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Louie got a can't swim, so. <laughs> well, that was racist, and not so much. <laughs> I'm Sir, just saying he grew up in a, a landlocked racist. city. I, oh. <laughs> you mean like an inner city? <laughs> <laughs> you could say this. I don't even know, dude, honestly. I don't know anything about Lil Yachty. Shout out to Lil Yachty's family. I'm sorry. Lebo. But, um, yeah, I guess so. It's a fun time. You do a little drinking. It did a little drinking, did a little walking, did a little watching. Yeah, dude, it's hot as fuck out there. It's hot. Yeah. Everybody's wearing p- pink polos and just sweating through their dresses, sundresses and mm. tennis skirts and. I heard they crashed. A the lot place. of trophy wives and yeah. I Was that just did. fake news? I didn't see a lot of trash. I saw it. a lot of uh, de- pictures of debris and just debauchery and drunken and passing out, passed out people. Um, I did see those pictures, but when I was there, I didn't see any of that. They kept it pretty... Pretty tame. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty clean. It seemed like a pretty fine establishment. That's a good event. I mean, I'm not into golf, but it seems to get the people together. Gets the people going. Yeah. No one dies, you know? There's no violence. It's just everyone coming together to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of whiteies, a whole bunch of Lamborghini, Lamborghini having-ass people. Mmm. But... I can't even say Lamborghini without stuttering. Well, that's the... This bubbly's got me. <laughs> got me. <laughs> yeah, but um, what did you? Were you pulling back after I said Lamborghini happened? I was just thinking. Uh, That'll be the last episode that I say Lamborghini. Why? Just because I'm. It's whatever. Okay. I'm done bringing it up. 
I'm just gonna wait to like 20 years from now and like we're, we're pretty successful and like we're well off and you're like dude like I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get like a Mercedes SUV for the family but like Zach who the fuck are you that's different a Mercedes dude we're not gonna get into this again <laughs> okay the bait okay we'll see chum in the water family <laughs> Security. You're funny. 401k I laugh in your face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, UFC. Great fights. Good, 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 greaties. Yes. Did we already talk about we didn't talk about this, did we? No, it was right after. Oh yeah. It was an eventful night. Fuck yeah, dude. Stepe establishes dominance in the heavyweight division. Uh, mightily. Handily. Just hand to face repeated oppression yeah dude you know knock the dude out you was, beat that was, man like he owed him money what's it what was his name junior dos santos dos santos dos años Han, años two years <laughs> <laughs> dos años <laughs> i cried for two years <sighs> yeah stipe pounded him in the dirt went back to cleveland said he was gonna work on his kitchen thanked his mother thanked his oh mother's day you know, it's a great Mother's Day present. Steve. And then, and then Joanna Jokšanšić, I think. Young Jacek. I'm not quite sure how to say her last name. Young Jacek. But um, she put on a clinic. Yeah, dude. Just a, uh, you know, little little pitter pats on homegirl. What was uh, what was her name? The the bullest, the bullest looking bulldog you've ever seen. She is is might as well have been like. Joanna had a little red cape and was just, just olaying her. Matador, matador. Dude, anytime she would come in, she was tagger back up. She would come in again, tagger. Those leg kicks. Those would, leg kicks. She, she had would, to switch up her stance. It was quite, quite, quite crazy. Yeah, but, man. You know, what's your breakdown? What do you th- What do you think? Do you like any of the pre? I heard the prelims are really good. I didn't watch any of the prelims. I just watched the main card with you. Yeah, I just saw the main card too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, but um. Shows shows how uh, dedicated we are. Whole show, whole show was great though. You know, excited yeah. for the the real fight that has finally been announced. John Jones will finally fight Daniel Cormier. UFC two fourteen. I think we went over that last podcast. Yeah, man, exciting. And it just might be. Where when DC loses, he might just have a little edit where he commentates his own fight. You know what I mean? Put a little patchwork of him commentating other fights. Put those together. That's a good idea. You know, you heard it here first. Put it on MMA Junkie. Tag. Yeah. Put a little little relatables logo down at the bottom. Hmm. Tag it here first. Let's go viral. Let's <laughs> let's get social. Viral. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What else you got on the docket? Um, how was your Mother's Day? Mother's Day, I didn't get to see my mother. I didn't even text her. Didn't even call her. Didn't even think about my mother, actually. Whoa. Yeah, I saw her the day before. I, that was, you guys heard the podcast. That was a lot of communication. We haven't talked like that in years. And the one thing, oh, speaking of Mother's Day, the Mother's Day episode, I kind of like, whenever you brought up the question of like, what was one thing I could change, I kind of felt like I was I don't know, like put on the spot. It's like that's your mom, dude. Like I don't, I don't want to tell her what she could have done diff- differently. Like as a parent growing up, that's fuck. That's kind of like a spin in the face. But I started thinking about it later. 
<laughs> but I still wanted to spit. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Dude, I got, I was left alone a lot as a child. Like, I don't know. I feel like I could take care of myself at a young age. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty, you know, like, and my sister. Like, not my sister so much, but I was left alone a lot. Like, like around, like, eight or nine, like, just watch myself, like, instead of, like, going to camp or, like, I don't know, like, having after school shit. Like, I would just be at the house by myself. Yeah, a lot of those times. Yeah, and I, I can't, I, like, I've. I feel like it rubs off on me now, and I don't like it. I wish I would have thought about that on the podcast, so she would have been like, she, so she would have validated it and said like, yeah, I know. I wish I wouldn't have done that, or like. What do you mean it rubs off on you now? Because I'm I'm super comfortable being alone. Like I don't need to like go out or and do anything. Like even when I did, mm. like when I was super sociable, like I it drained me. Like I felt like I had to come home, like after a night out and just be by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely feel that 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 assessment. I yeah, and I feel like that. a lot of other kids were socialized more at a younger age, so they feel like they need people. Mm-hmm. Not need people, but they're more comfortable around people. Yeah. And I'm not. Well, you're I sad. wish I would have addressed that. But yeah, uh, Mother's Day. How was your Mother's Day? It was great. Um, hung out with my mother, went to breakfast, her and my sister, and then um, went home, took a little nappy poo, and then... Went over by her place, hung out for a little bit, and went to TP Sizzle. Beautiful. What a day. What a day. What a day. What a time. To be alive. Yes, sir. Beautiful. You and yours. Yeah, man. First me and mine. Okay, that's it for your Mother's Day note. Well, appreciate the the layup. The layup? Of Mother's Day. Ooh. Segway. I, I I brought this up with Zach before the podcast to make sure this was an original thought. And this is the thought here. How not wearing a seatbelt saved my life. Your life? Saved my life. Okay. I preface it by saying this is supposed to be a parody article. Oh. This is not a, a real thing. Okay. What I was thinking about on my way to work the other day is when you get in the car and you don't put on your seatbelt and it just beeps at you for like the next five miles. It just beeps at you and beeps at you. And you ignore it and it keeps beeping at you. And I was taking life lessons from it. It's like, those are the haters, you know? So those are the doubters. Those are the, those are the naysayers. And, you know, sometimes you just got to drive, you know? Sometimes you just got to keep that seatbelt off and just learn to just listen to the radio anyway. You know, p- play your favorite song anyway, you know? Sometimes you just got to do yourself a favor and just unstrap that seatbelt and just let it beep. You know, let it ride. And eventually, that noise will go off. And then you are. And you'll crash and die. <laughs> Ride without a seatbelt. If we have any new drivers <laughs> listening, 16 to about 22, don't do this. Don't listen to Dean right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you think like warning lights How are haters? not wearing a seatbelt saved my life. Sexual chocolate. I was almost going to say it's like ignoring your fire alarm because you think it's haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little more severe. Yeah. Though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shh. 
just a little more urgent. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck, you know. Dean, that's dumb advice. Like, what do you mean, don't wear your seatbelt? I did. Some lady told me that her husband got in a car accident, and had he not been thrown out of the vehicle, or like he had not been displaced from his seat, like where the car crushed mm-hmm. was where he was sitting. And if he was locked in, he would have been crushed and died. But. See, that's way too serious. Yeah, those are anomalies, dude. Wear your fucking seatbelt. What are you doing, I'm, I'm not, like, What the fuck are you getting angry for? This is a joke, sir. Hmm. It's not a good one. Well, it's funny to me. And you didn't check to see if that was original before the podcast? I, I did enough research. I thought you were going. I went to the library. <laughs> yeah. Well, that says everything, doesn't it? Yeah, okay. You know the library kind of sucks. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me twice. <laughs> Dude, the public library, it I see why there's like... You know what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the old days. <gasps> but yeah, dude, they just have books from like 1998 and shit. And it's like, I don't know. Like, you can tell that all the information is like super... It's before like the internet hit. So like, it's, it's irrelevant to me. Like, I don't... The world has changed. Your opinion is irrelevant. Since 2008, I feel like. It's changed so, so vastly. So any, any book, pre informational no. book written past 2008 no. <laughs> is rubbish. Not saying any. But I would say anything written before 2001. Rubbish. Is kind of like out. Not written. If it's like, see, that's too broad. I don't want to say too broad and paint myself in a corner. But you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like it has a tinge of irrelevancy. Like, it's not, it doesn't apply to this it smells world. Smells like it's going sour. Yeah, or soon, you know? Like, I was how to, uh, I was reading that book, How to Win, Friend and, win, win Friends and Influence People. How to fucking talk, Zach. You should read that book. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that book, and it was just, all the shit was outdated as fuck. Like, it had, like, like advice for women and advice for men, and it, like, it's like kind of talking down to women. It was kind of like perpetuating the patriarchy, if what you might say. Like it was, you can see a lot of those undertones in the book. It was just, mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was telling you how to be. It was giving you like universal tips, and but that was for like nineteen twenty. You know what I mean? Spe- Back when the etiquette was different. Speaking of the hierarchy, yeah, you hit me up, and you were like, "Dude, you got to check out this podcast." Oh. And the I, Jordan checked, Peterson I podcast? checked out this podcast. Yes. It was quite the articulator. Yes. It was everything that we were trying to say on the podcast whenever we were trying to like break down Cassandra Ayani, but like are too like young and dumb and just like not well versed. Like Jordan Peterson laid it out. Like he broke down. I, th- I guess it's like, that's his field. That's what he does all day. But like mm-hmm. what he was saying was just like so fucking perfect. Precise. And it was so, like, I felt, like, level-headed. You know what I mean? Like, it was coming from a a scientific and, like, an anthropological breakdown. Like, it wasn't just, like, emotion, like we had mentioned. It Mm -hmm. was fact based on evidence based on – it was both empirical and, like, fucking, like, anecdotal. But, like, it still was evidence. And it wasn't – I don't know. I thought it was good. Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan. I thought it was a good good episode. I didn't feel like – I don't know. I feel like I'd feel kind of like a douche, a douchebag if I would have like reposted it and been like, "This is a good episode for you to listen to," <laughs> and then for like you. tag whoever. Yeah, 
the fir- especially the now, first hour. The first hour is like fuck. This is everything I th- like. I'm thinking right now in regards to social justice warriors and in regards to what was it called? Um, Post millennials. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it was validating. I just thought it was like articulate. I mean, it definitely not I shared his, Yeah. I yeah. shared his viewpoint, but it wasn't like. Damn, this guy's finally saying it was like, damn, this guy like makes sense when he talks about it. Right. Whereas like I feel like I get it intuitively, but not You don't think about it all day. Yeah, not on that. You have level. a job and you come on the podcast and we try to flesh out these ideas, but we're not That's why we're like we get, we gotta get our ten thousand hours in. Like that's why we you know, we celebrated the year, we're celebrating like all the time that we're putting in because we have to fucking grow. We have to we have to orate. Yep, we have to be. What is that? We have to orate. I don't so, know. If that's can a word. You use that, can you use that in other sense? <laughs> I would like to orate this message across the masses. No, no. We're gonna go to the Google. Let's for go to the Google, and in the meantime, um, I uh, Trina got a new job, or she's gonna get, she's gonna get a new job. We're used to work. Hugh. And uh, they made her watch like a whole bunch of seminars and videos and shit. And she watched this TED talk. I forgot the guy. Uh, the guy's last name was Benikin. I think his first name was Simon. He had this great quote, and he was talking about like Apple and like all the new companies that have kind of taken over, and like kind of how like they're in the zeitgeist. Like not in the zeitgeist. He didn't use the word zeitgeist, but like how they created movements. Mm-hmm. They didn't just like push products. They sold like an idea. Mm-hmm. And the quote he said was, "People don't buy what you do." That they buy why you do it. And I feel like that's what we have to kind of get back to. Like, in the first place, when we started the podcast, like, we like we wanted to start a podcast to, like, tell about ourselves and, like, to push ideas and try to influence people. That's why we did it. Instead of, like, what we're doing, it, I feel like we're just pushing ourselves too much. And we start we need to start pushing podcasting as a whole. And he talked about this, um, the law of diffusion and, and innovation. Mm. The law of diffusion and innovation. And he talked about how there's early adopters, there's um, not early adopters, there's early innovators, there's early adopters, there's the two innovators, early adopters, early majority, late majority, and the laggards. Yes. And he said the early majority and the late majority are the two biggest market segments. And there's a tipping point between early adopters and the early majority, early majorities. And until you get reach that tipping point, the market's not going to open up. You're just going to have the early adopters. Like th- those are all the people. Basically, you said that um, they bought the the iPads first. They bought flat screen TVs first for like forty thousand dollars because they were the early they were the early innovators and the early adopters. And once once it gets past a certain tipping point to where the what was it the the middle the first middle early bit. adopters. Once the early adopters, once they get. You know, and once they get privy to like the Macs, the iPhones, the iPads, like once they get, you know, in the zeitgeist, quote unquote, then the market's at a peak. And that, like, that's when you can capitalize on the market. But until then, you only have the innovators right now. Right. And I feel like that's where podcasting is. And that's where we need to tip the scale hmm. in order to open up the market. So now the groundwork's been laid. The foundation is set. You know, we dug it out. We leveled it up. Yeah. How? We just got to figure, yeah, we got to figure out our why. We know what we're doing or kind of what we're doing. We're learning that along the way. But I feel like we need to, once, to get what we're doing, we need to figure out why. Like, why do we want to do this? Why do I want a podcast? 
Yeah. Or why do I like? What is the why? Of Not even why? want to po- just think bigger. Like, why do you want to have? Like, why do you want podcasting to be a thing? Like, because it's, it's I don't know. I like because it's taught you. I like listening. Yeah, I don't know. Because you alone. like to learn. I was learning a lot when I was little too. So I feel like I'm good at just not talking and listening. Whether it's watching TV or music but i feel like conversation is so much more like that's how things have been passed down for thousands of years Hmm. you know why not listen yeah we just have to get back to that why man we got to figure that out and like what's your why i don't know that's that's what i wanted to ponder with you like i i don't know like i i think like i want to say like my why is to like enlighten people and tell everyone like or try to like push ideas like i said and make people think differently but like at the end of the day like i'm a person and i feel like sometimes i do it for the wrong reasons like i do it to like that's for the wrong reasons that's doing too much no you have to think the bigger picture and like yeah but we're not trying to push any ideas we're just talking about stuff it's not like we're yeah but in that way we push ideas and that that's that's our art is we're just talking we're just bullshitting and like through that people will see like oh people we can just bullshit all the time like we don't have to talk about what we've been talking about like we don't have to talk about the kardashians we don't have to talk about like uh, I guess we do it sometimes, like our Facebook timeline. We don't have to talk about this viral video. We don't have to talk about what we saw on Ellen. We can just talk and about what we truly feel. And, like, from that, we feel like we inspire others to talk about what they truly feel. And, like, they'll have an honest conversation with themselves and other people. But that that's our why, dude. That's our mm, why. Look at you. Ah, man. And we'll just keep refining that why. But we got to stop pushing just us. We got to start, like... This is this is what I thought. I was trying to tell Trina the other day. We need to like your mom like might like podcasting. She might not like our podcast, but she might like a how to do podcast on planning. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. a uh, a Bible study podcast. You know what I mean that she can follow and you you get her attached that way. You push podcasts on people that you think they might like and eventually they're going to see, "Oh, podcasting is just a conversation. Like it's not this show, it's not this thing I need to be like it's not this hip thing. It's just conversation. I can relate to that. And soon they'll be like, they'll try to get into other podcasts. And then soon everyone knows what podcasting is because they have their podcast. And then like, we'll have a pod. We'll be good at it by then. Hmm. You know what I mean? So once that, the market tipping point comes, you know, the early adopters, what was innovators? Innovators are the 2.5%. Yeah. Early adopters are the 13.5%. This graph looks like a parabola, and those are the first two slope as you What's come What's the third up. one? The middle two big chunks split down the middle. The first 34 is early majority. Early majority. That's the one I, we got to hit before it, it t- tips. So the it early tips adopters. Before early majority. Okay. It's 13.5, right? Yes. 13 point something. It's between Five. early adopters and early majority. And I think we're in the early adopter stage because there's the innovators who've already come along, like the Mark Marins, like the Joe Rogans, like the fucking Bill Burrs. Like they've, they're the innovators. They set the precedent, okay? And like we just need to get it to the, what? The, the first middle big section. I keep forgetting, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> early majority. <laughs> early majority. You keep forgetting the same thing, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because I, I want to just make it clear to other people because I feel like I got it wrong the first time I said it. Yeah, but no. Yeah. Does that make sense, though? Yes. It's it's it makes sense in the fact of now we know the structure, but it it doesn't make sense as far as pushing the 
solution for the message of why or yeah yeah but I, it definitely makes sense but i feel like i just gave us a solution like we, like no, your that mom, was find a podcast that'll see your mom okay she's gonna find a podcast and tell all of her friends like oh, i listen to this cool podcast they're like what's podcasting and then they'll find a podcast and then they'll spread it to their other friends because like i found this cool thing i do i listen to they're gonna listen to it in the car they're gonna say fuck music one day and their friends are like what are you doing what are you listening to oh a podcast download it on your phone i have this cool gardening podcast i'm a fucking green thumb now you know what I mean? Do, 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 do. They just listen to the gardening podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking green thumb now. <laughs> I'm a walking green thumb, dude. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though? It'll, yeah. it'll push the whole thing to the early majority users. Yeah, I get it, but I don't get it. If you know what I mean. I get us. That's all we need, dude. I got <laughs> all us. All we need is half. I got us, dude. That's why we both got 55%. Because <laughs> <laughs> we put 110 in. <laughs> That's what happens when you put in 110%. That doesn't work, sir. <laughs> we both went half, but we both have majority share as well. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's what I've been getting me going the last couple of days. Just thinking about the whole big picture. We need to push podcasting. Push podcasting in the sense of getting people onto the movement, or push podcasting in the sense of the way you said it before, trying to be a mirror for people to kind of enlighten themselves and hear new Both. ideas and. Both. Because I feel like when you say push podcasts in the sense of just spreading podcasts, it sounds like an infomercial. Um, I mean, it could like, like right I get now the, as I'm pitching it to you, but it doesn't have to be. No, that's what I'm saying. We got to figure out the why to push the podcast. It doesn't have to be, but I feel like I it's a I don't know. To me, it's like a given to 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 watch podcasts. I don't. I feel like pushing podcasts is just that's something that we can do, not something that is part of our why I do the podcast. That's like a thing. But our why I do the podcast, I felt like it was more of what you said in like trying to enlighten people and, you know, in that aspect. So you're looking at it, you th- you see the division in, or you think you're calling the di- you're calling out the division between why we do the podcast and why podcasting is a thing or like why podcasting is gaining popularity. Basically, you're you're drawing the line in the sand or you're trying to delineate the two. Yeah, I'm getting... And I'm, you don't know how to do one or the other. Well, I'm saying, like, are, I get how you're just trying to push podcasts in general. Yeah. And that's the what part I feel like I get that, but that just feels like we're just pushing podcasts just for the sake of pushing podcasts, and I get that. Yeah. But I feel like as the Relatables podcast, pushing our podcast forward, I feel like shouldn't be on the platform of, like... Or not shouldn't, but, like, it's a basic, obvious platform of, like, listen to podcasts. Nah. Yeah, I'm coming at the opposite point of view. I think we should just promote podcasts. And then, yeah, us on the side, but, like, dude, we got to get people hooked on that shit. Like, they're the, like, like it's jujitsu, and they're just scratching, and they're, they got dirt under their nails. Like, I got to get more of that shit. I got to get more of this honest conversation, because I heard this cool-ass pastor, like, I'm a, I'm a fucking a six-year-old black lady in southern Georgia, and I heard this cool ass podcast from this pastor your i think your headphones died mm-hmm. you want to ca- pause it real quick yeah did the sides go like they're just not lit up we'll pause it we'll come back 
All right, we got the we got his headphone situation figured out. All right, so I was saying with the pastor, like, mm-hmm. no, we're not going to push different podcasts on the Relatables platform. That's not that's not my intention. My intention is to like on our like by ourselves, like individually, or like we'll tell people like, hey, try to get someone hooked up with a podcast that they might like. Yeah, as a bigger in everyday message. life. Yeah, in everyday life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah. That's cool. That's All right. real. Alright. That's real life. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had one more note. And that was it. That was all your notes. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. You closing out with any n- nuggets? Dude, we're not even close to closing out. We're not even at we're not even there, dude. Where are we? We're about 38 minutes in. We're deep in the murky waters. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Are you are you not feeling it tonight? It just is a got a slip disc. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird metaphor. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm feeling it. I just didn't bring a lot of they said I didn't bring a lot of substance to the cast. Mm. It's okay. I've been kind of quiet. Everything going on. Every- or you could have said, like, I didn't bring any substance to the cast either. No, I did. Um, so do you feel like, what's going on in your personal life, Dean? What's what's Dean up to? Is Dean happy? Dean is happy. Is Dean content? Dean's more than content. How's your love life? Love life Let's check is in on Dean's steadily life. non-existent. Steadily non-existent. What do you mean by non-existent? Like, you breaking into the 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 Jurgen stash? Are you a frequenter of the bars and like that's just hollow? And you say it's non-existent. Like, what is non-existent to you? You got to be a little more descriptive, and you've been a little coy with the details today. I want to get a little more out of you. Uh, well, this is what you said about Mother's Day. <laughs> well, let me I hung it. out with my mom. I hung out with one of my sisters. And then went to TBC. That's all you said. I thought you were gonna like. What like did you have a spiritual experience on Mother's Day? Did you did you find something new about your mom that you didn't know? Did you have some connection? But it's all hey, just keep going. My bad, dude. I didn't mean to stop you. <laughs> Answer mean, the original question. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to like talk about. What are we even I forgot the original Love Life, is okay, it? Okay, no, okay. Um Love Life is in not pursuing anyone seriously right now. Yeah. There's some just things, but not. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, what I said. (laughs) There's some things. Okay, Dean. Thank you. I mean, it's not like um, I'm strictly on the Jurgen stash, but it's not like I'm pursuing any hot leads. Yeah. No. I'm not actively working a case. Yeah. How? What's your stance on that? Are you, are you okay with that? Are you? I'm just trying to see where you're at, Dean. <laughs> you're asking all these weird questions. What's your stance? What do you mean? Like, are my you stance? are you cool with that? Like, not necessarily pursuing that. I mean, obviously, you're cool with it to some degree because you're doing it. But is it something that you wish you would change, or like, do you wish there was a different circumstance? I'm not no. saying anything one way or the other. I just I don't know. I'm cool with it right now. I yeah. feel like I'm trying to like put
put myself on a, an, another level. Well, not like in a corny way, but like I'm trying to attain some things right now. And then once I've kind of accomplished a few more things, I feel like I'll be a little bit more presentable. This my- is good. Okay, I get what you're saying. So you want, you don't want anyone who wants you right now because you feel like you're not at a certain status of the quality of not woman, but like the quality of person you want to be around to hook that woman to like right to set that hook right you're so you're just trolling along you know you're it's it's self-improvement until you get to the right it's like you're you you got a house you're doing a remodel you don't really want to put it on the market right now like Mm. there's people in and out you know i'm still working on some things you're trying to update the kitchen you know but but once i finish then we'll put the asking price there. You know what I mean? Mm. Then, then we'll do the viewings. Yeah. That's when. But I, I feel like I've still got some. <sighs> couple. A little bit of time in the work. More months. Do you <coughs> think that's the way to do it though? <coughs> or do you think. You should get a loyal owner who comes along. And wants to help. Kind of fix that property up. Or just like. Sell it off. Sell yourself off as a starter home. So you can build something with someone. So you know that that building has a good foundation. Um, I definitely thought that before. Before when I didn't really see the the how would I say when I was still building. I guess it, when I was in the process of building, but like now that I'm not with someone, I can actually see like how much time I can commit to it and not have to split between this person and like. Yeah, having group think and doing certain things that aren't wouldn't say that I'd be choosing first to do with my time. Right. Whereas now I can kind of go all in on how I'm trying to self improve. Yeah, I feel that a lot now having a girlfriend. How like there's sometimes like I like I need to be in a space to where like I'm not influenced by anything at all. Like sometimes like I've gone out here to, like um, last week I went here like two nights in a row. Not knows one night and then I. Slept well one night and then I couldn't sleep well again the other night. But like I was out here like three o'clock in the morning, like just writing, and I felt like every no one was up, like there was no sound, like I didn't have to like, like, be worried about contributing to a conversation or like, being social. Like I could just be and like think and like, think about weird shit and write it down and like, be in my headspace. But I feel like I feel like sometimes it's like what you said with the group think, thing. I, like I wouldn't do necessarily some things unless there was a there's impetus behind it or like influence behind it. Right. Like I don't need to, I like go out and eat dinner. Like I don't need to, I don't know, like do certain things. But it's a thing to do. It's a thing to do. And it's like, I can't just be here in an empty headspace all the time because there's someone else who, I don't know, like not that I have to like entertain, but like there's someone else that you have to be aware is here and you have to like be aware of their time. And like, right. You think, you you think together you, yeah yeah you just you just kind of intertwined in that way yeah when i feel like after i kind of got intertwined and kind of really let the the roots die out and kind of figure out what was left and what i kind of wanted to build on and i don't know that's kind of what my focus has been yeah and since then it's kind of been a couple of things here and there but not anything serious but once i kind of get where i want to be i feel like that's when i'll put some real effort back into the onto the scene i think it's gonna be someone you don't even know right now like you don't i kind of hope so yeah like you can't fathom i hope i can fathom them 
No, but yeah, I guess yeah, that's a weird way to come at it. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, not fathom the, not fathom the idea of, but fathom like the person in any way at all, because like you don't have a picture of like there's not right, a picture in no your head that right you're now. trying to match up with someone that you see in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, or there's not someone that's like closely similar that you're you're attaching attributes to. That you're like, oh, I kind of like this person. They're kind of like that. So yeah, I like you. I don't think it's gonna be. Th- I think it's gonna be a wild card that comes out of nowhere. Mm. And you're like, oh. That's yeah. Wow. Of card. course, this makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep so, my yeah. eyes peeled for a wild card. Wild card. What well, the wild thing? <laughs> well, let's not call her yeah. wild. That's, that's my potential girl now. <laughs> let's not get. Let's, hey, that's my lady. <laughs> <laughs> you need to back off. <laughs> you need to relax. <laughs> She's got a name. I don't know it yet. <laughs> that's cool though. Professionally, did you get the? Uh, the promotion? Um, still in the limbo right now. Okay. I had my second interview and still trying to hear back by the end of next week. So we should know. Cool, man. We should know. Exciting stuff. Fingers crossed, you know. Yeah. How's the family? Family um, good? Family's good. Grandma's starting to forget things. Ooh. But, you know. Like what? It comes. Um, well, she's not allowed to drive anymore. What? Yeah. Was there an accident or? No, not like an accident that she had, but just like her doctor said she shouldn't be driving anymore. How does that work? Does the doctor like prescribe no driving and then like they submit a request to the DMV or like? I you don't know. Didn't really. Feel, I didn't really ask that question. Hmm. That's interesting though. Because yeah. I don't know what, on what grounds you could revoke someone's license. Yeah, I like legally. Especially like, if they were like, I still feel like I want to drive. Yeah. Do they say it like they have to like mandate that you legally can't drive and then give a note to the DMV? Like, do they have to do that for certain? I don't know. There's like laws or just ethical reasons why you should do it. Probably. That's a, that's a weird you gray area. You shouldn't forget where you're going while you're driving or whatever, whatever Oof. the case is or, you know. Yeah. But How old's your grandma? 90s. Oh, shit. Yeah. She's good. Just let it go. Well, easy now. <laughs> she ever done heroin? What the? <laughs> my, what kind of assessment? She get her to hair. What kind of assessment? <laughs> Ever skydived? How's oh. your fam? Get her on some Alpha Brain. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the that should be the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> you ever tried Alpha Brain? It's like heroin for your brain. Don't pitch it no, like that. Heroin's like heroin for your brain. I don't know. What heroin is heroin for your brain. <laughs> it's like heroin for your brain. My family's good. I have a grandma who I, I do think. Too. No, I stop. <laughs> I have a grandma who I think is in the beginning stages of uh, lymphedema. What is that? Or emphysema. What is that? You got coughs? Oh uh, yeah, smoker. She's a smoker, like a fucking mm. thirty year long. Might be longer than that. Probably forty years of smoking. Mm. And she's now down to a pack a day. And, like, she just has, like, the worst cough. And, like, you can, like hearing a voice. Ugh. Yeah, and, like, she's, like, upbeat about it, but you can tell, like, I don't know. Dare it's kind of a age? bummer. Uh, I want to say early 70s. Okay. Yeah. So she's had a life, but it's still kind of, like, ugh, you could have lived way longer if you just... And you could have... Your last years could have been much more relaxful or relaxing instead of like you feeling sick all the time and you like having this cough 
And she could probably like get away like and have a comfortable like last 10 years if she would just stop smoking. But like she doesn't want to. I mean, how do you feel about some of those things that you know are self self degrading? Oh. Self um destructive like kind of like self-mutilating or right yourself eating like bad, smokers smoking you know i don't get smoking at, i get eating because you have to eat to survive like everyone like you can't just stop eating you know like people who have eating addictions they can't just stop one day because i mean you you need it for sustenance like you need that survive. to live mm-hmm. but you don't need to smoke to survive like you don't need it to live i don't smoking is so fucking i i don't understand it at all like, mm. I, I don't know. It's just like a disconnect. I I know that I'm, I'm, I'm going to like overstep or like, I don't know, like cause whatever. Like, I don't, anyone who's like a smoker, like I kind of, uh, I, like I side eye them a little bit. Like, what do you, do? like what? There's some like missing point of logic in your brain that you feel like it's cool to like harm yourself and you know it's harmful, but like you still do it anyway. Like, there's some like self-harming aspect about you mm. that's like I don't connect with and I don't 100% get. You get what I'm saying? I get I get what you're saying. I'm trying to articulate it too, but I definitely yeah. get the sentiment that you're like you're trying to you're trying to say. Like any of your logic is kind of flawed because like like I know you're, the you're, fact that you, you consciously are aware of this means that this is strange that you still do this. Yeah, there's some hypocrisy in your action. So like how is there not any i don't know but they're like, like some of the world's best minds like you. fucking stephen hawking or not stephen hawking uh stephen um king he was a smoker like he wrote like countless novels you know what mm-hmm. i mean like he like so there's but he was also a fucking insane person you know what i mean like i don't i don't know dude i, I just it's a weird disconnect with me i don't get it um but i'm sure there's things that like i'm hypocrite there's a lot of things like there's self-harming things that I do all the time. Like I don't eat the best, but like I'm also very aware of like what I put in my body. And like I try my best to like not if if it's explicitly causing me harm, I'm not going to put it into my body. You know what I mean? If there's no like What do you mean by explicitly? Effect. Like if the the warning label on the box says, "Hey, this will give you lung cancer." This will What do you feel about marijuana? Do you feel like smoke gives you cancer? Or the the tobacco and the cigarettes and all the other things that are in cigarettes give you cancer. There's a little bit of both, and with the synergistic effect of both the smoke, like the carbon going, like the burning carbon going into your body, and the chemicals, like that's just a double dose of fuckery. But like, of course, burning a plant and like putting it through your body is putting smoke into your lungs. Is yeah, not that's very definitely harmful. To your health. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like it balances out. I mean, with the cannabinoids, with the THC, I don't know the science, but like in my head, I can justify that logically. It's not like, oh, I know this is going to kill me, but I'm still going to do it. You know what I mean? Like in my head, logically, I think it's balancing itself. It balances itself out. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not like I'm I'm like, oh, I know smoking is going to kill me one day. I know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like I heard all the studies, whatever. And I still do it. Well, what do you say when people say it's like if when people are like, why don't you just smoke weed, man? And they're like, well, I mean, I can just get a buzz and smoke cigarettes a lot. Yeah, we. It's not for everyone. It's I'm, legal. I'm learning that, like, or not even it's not for everyone. I can. Oh yeah. I'm looking for an edge, just like you wanting to smoke weed, but I'm just am willing to just take a legal route. Weed's legal. Yeah, but let's I be real though. Cigarettes. Like most people who smoke cigarettes, 
they like dabble in weed. Like they, especially people that we know, like they do both. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like they, it, it, that's not ever the reason. But I get like old school smokers who like been smoking for forty years. Like that's that's my grandma's reason. Honestly, she says like I'm not gonna ever try marijuana because it's an illegal drug. Yeah. I'm like grandma, like, like this thing is li- killing you, and this thing is proven not to. Like there's no study correlating it to death and lung cancer, and there's all these studies and like there's empirical data. There's like decades of records that show this kills people. It kills half a million people in the U.S. a year. Yeah, but some people are in that structure of like <laughs> these are the things you can do to get an edge and a release, and those are the things you can't. And I can just drink and smoke cigarettes and just get just as loopy and out of myself as just as much as you want to illegally smoke pot. No, I'm I'm all for it. like do what you want to do. Like I I'm not saying cigarettes should be illegal. I'm not saying pot should be i'm not saying liquor should be illegal because people can like get drunk and like go kill themselves and other people mm-hmm. but like there are repercussions and like you're gonna face the ultimate repercussion one day like mm-hmm. when you're Did like you just get religious no 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 what's the ultimate repercussion death oh suffering that's what you're talking about the... everyone's gonna die one day but like i don't want to suffer watch i'm gonna be like burned alive you're gonna, there's gonna be a story. <laughs> Zach Malcolm, the most sufferable death of all time. Listen here. Smokers, <laughs> At eleven o'clock, smokers are all just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've seen my grandma, and I don't want to go out that way. I've seen another grandma on my dad's side who went out from lung cancer, like quick as fuck. Like was here one month, no, one month, no. <laughs> she was here a long time before the month. She was here for like three months. Like she got cancer and died three months later. Okay. She was I here. couldn't say one month and the next she was gone. She was like a baby yeah. and then she died. <laughs> <laughs> she died one month. Yeah, yeah everyone does. Zach. <laughs> they die one day, one month, one year. Yeah. Uh, moves a week. <laughs> yeah, I just... I don't get it. But don't we're drinking it. a little liquor. You think that's conducive to your liver? No, it'll bounce back, though. <laughs> My liver's strong. Rubbery. What do you think? Do you think there'll ever be a new thing? What do you mean? Like a new way to alter the body. A new mainstream thing. Like a new coffee? Coffee's effective. There's, like, the e- there's the e-cigarettes. I was going to say even more natural than that. Just like you can drink something and get drunk. You can smoke something and get a buzz. What is Kratom? I heard Joe, Joe Rogan had this guy one time. He seemed really sketchy, but he talked about Kratom the whole time. And he was an ex-heroin addict. And he apparently can get Kratom from, like, head shops and shit. And you smoke it. I, mean, I don't even know if you smoke it. I think you, you can ingest it or you smoke it or something. And it gives you this effect. It's like um, it's like a stimulant effect. But it's it's it, you know you don't feel wired you just kind of feel alert, and you can't abuse it. Yeah. Hmm. Looking it up, it says it's used for many years. It's been used as an anti-diarrheal medicine, a painkiller, and a recreational drug. Most common name for the, or the kratom is the popular name for the tree, and the drug comes from its leaves. How do they abuse it though? Yeah. What's the feeling like? Is it? Like a euphoric feeling, or is it just like like a cocaine type deal? I don't know. It's used to come off other harder drugs. 
Yeah, it's like a um, suboxone kind of. But isn't it natural? Uh, Back whenever the guy first came on Rogan, I was like, oh, this is going to be like the new thing. Like, it's going to be like, I don't know, like new mood or it's going to be like coffee. <coughs> but then I heard this all this other conflicting evidence and head shops everywhere or states states everywhere are mandating that head shops not sell this anymore. Mm. Like there'll be different brands that pop up and then it'll be like K2, like they alter the spice. Like they don't have K2 anymore. They have K3 and then they'll have like different kind of herbs. You know what I mean? Cause that one will get banned. Yeah. They just come back with a different formula. Right. They just change the molecule and I mean, re- companies do it. it. What I just read or was able to try to gather on what it was. It just seems like people use it as like a kind of like you did Trevor with the, um, take a bunch of it and <laughs> just try to like robo trip on the on the effects, but they just say that it's more of like a come down from a harder drug. Like mm. it's more of like this is what you if you're getting this, you're probably doing some some real shit. Yeah, you're trying to wean yourself off of whatever hard drug that you were on. Yeah, via heroin, via pill, like yeah, which is kind of nuts in itself. Or Allah, yeah. Allah pills, Allah heroin. Oh, I was about to yeah. say, is there a new drug called Allah? Of Allah. <laughs> it's like Flocka for your brain. <laughs> Aren't they all for your brain? <laughs> this one's for your brain. <laughs> oh, that'd be, I don't know. Do, oh, okay. This is a, I've never thought about this before. Are there drugs that you can introduce to your bloodstream that change your physiology that then makes your brain react or is it all just sending signals to your brain so then your body reacts like can can there be a drug that makes your arm go numb and then your brain has a response to that you know what i mean like that's something physiological that doesn't say say the first one again how you said it the first time again all right is there a drug that you can like it changes your physical state without sending signals to your brain like a numb like a topical numb yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure there is, but mm-hmm. like, I feel like all drugs kind of have to be reroute. Like the signal, like whenever you take Molly or whenever you do um, cocaine, like with a Molly, it boosts your serotonin levels and it makes you feel good, and that's your physiological response. Like whenever you do cocaine, like it sends dopamine, and like you like you feel like you can talk more, you feel like more open, your inhibitions are lower. You know what I mean? Like, is a okay. physiological response? Is there a drug that works in the opposite way, where it it has a physiological response and it sends signals to your brain and then it kind of has like a feedback loop where it sends you know what i mean like mm, how do drugs work i just got that um, does that make any sense Am that I makes sense it right? no the, the, you explained it right the second time that i definitely get it i'm trying to think of what you mean by that so like in the same way that if you do cocaine your pupils are going to dilate and you're going to get anxious and sweaty. Is there a drug that makes you get anxious, sweaty, and your pupils dilate? And that, like, somehow gets back to your brain. And makes and you it, react that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or is anthrax? it just... Or is it... The, oh, yeah. I mean, any, like, hemorrhaging. No, because that's... It goes to your bloodstream, though. Yeah, and it's sending, like, a, a stress or a signal to your brain. And that's what's causing, your like, your fever to spike. That's what's causing the physiological response to try to get rid of that virus. Because it sends the signal to your brain that there is a virus here, what about so it's trying poisons? to kill it. Same it thing. Just, it just kills the cells around the poison. Yeah, I don't know how that works, man. Ugh, back with the we questions. Need to, we need to further this research. Well, delegate the research. We need to further research. Outsource. Topic. 
Yeah. Capitalize, you know. Delegate. The black delegation. We at the Relatables delegation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what about there, Dean? I don't know if I don't know if you have any nuggets. Do you have any words of wisdom? I feel like I kind of controlled the podcast today. I don't. I don't don't know. I'm tired of hearing my voice, honestly. Whoa, that's why we both have 55. percent You know. Sometimes you got to make an executive decision as a majority shareholder. We both have to put in the majority of the work in a partnership. Think about it like that. Boom. That's a good one. That's the tr- that's the nugget right there. Okay. In a partnership, you both need to put in the majority of the work. Hmm. Or just in a group. Everyone needs to think about putting in like they need to f- they need to come into it thinking that like no, that's because that's kind of fucked up. No, just a partnership. Yeah. Not gonna, not gonna <laughs> ourselves. You don't in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was saying like you don't want to assume that someone's not doing their job because that's what's gonna say like just assume no one knows what they're doing and then do all the work. But nah. My dad used to tell me that nobody's gonna do it like you did it yourself. Well, yeah. Like no one's gonna take care of your stuff like you will. Yeah, for sure. Like no one's gonna get like exactly done what you want to get done like if you did it yourself. Yeah, that's a whole private property, public property debate well not private property public property but just like i don't know you have a vision of when you want something how it's going to be like how you want it to be done yeah like you know what i mean yeah i have like a cert like i'm very particular about things like how i want things clean how i want things like moved and like organized and shit yeah well bless trina you know like that yeah but she does too and like that's where we butt heads well let's not just let's not throw around yeah she does too (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, trina Yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I feel like that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something there. What were we going to say? And the way you said good one was like a, like a dog. Good one, buddy. Oh, that was that was a good one, you know? Yeah. Like, like, we just, like we just walked out of the movie theater at like 1230 at night. I'll give this podcast four stars. Four stars out of five. So it's going to say out of ten. No. I'll give this podcast 20 stars. 20 stars out of 20. It's an abstract number. 20 stars out of 36. Yeah, doesn't have to make sense. Anyways, guys, we'll be back. This was episode 80. Do you have an episode? Do you have a title? No? Oh, we will. Guys, we're going to think about that. In the meantime, please like, share, subscribe, and as always... Stay relatable. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you Old man, look at my life Twenty-four and there's so much more Live alone in a paradise That makes me think of two Love lost such a cost Give me things that don't get lost 
Like a coin that won't get tossed Rolling home to you Oh man. 